What's up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to the Three Peaks Fitness Podcast. I'm Coach Mark. I'm Coach Lynette. And we help people in their 30s and 40s get in shape and offset the diseases of the modern lifestyle. All right, guys. So before we get started, I just want to introduce myself. Again, I'm Coach Mark, and I've been in the fitness industry for basically my entire adult life for the better part of 10 years. So I've trained a lot of people, helped a lot of people lose weight, helped a lot of people get in shape. Um, I've learned a lot, got a bunch of different certifications, fancy acronyms, all that good stuff. Um, And we got Coach Lynette. Yes. So um, I have started my fitness industry, uh, actually, excuse me, started working in the fitness industry during the pandemic. Uh, I have my own uh, journey where I had to uh, reinvent myself after um, some real setbacks. So I come from the perspective of the client having turned into a fitness professional yeah and that's why you know uh combining our mental power really felt like it was a good idea bring up the idea of sub-maximal training because it's something that's not really talked about in the fitness industry so let me ask you guys a question have you ever gotten really really excited felt really motivated to start a new fitness routine Uh, you know, maybe you looked at yourself in the mirror, weren't happy with what you saw. You felt that, that sort of, that spark of motivation to get started. And so you go all in a hundred percent balls to the wall. You're working out every day. Um, there's not a single junk food item in your kitchen and you are just 100% all in for about three or four weeks. And then what typically happens after that one? Oh, something happens. You either get sick you have a day that doesn't go well, or you go on vacation, something disrupts your routine. Yeah, yeah, that routine gets disrupted, and then uh, when that little disruption happens, we fall off the wagon, and we are not able to get back on it. And to be honest, it's just because we're doing too much. And one of the number one things uh, we see as coaches in the fitness space, particularly with people in their 30s and 40s, is that they try to do uh, too much. And the reason why this is not a good thing is because you are already under a lot of stress in your lives. I mean, people in their thirties and forties are, I mean, those are probably the most stressful decades, uh, in your life, right? You got young kids, maybe you got young kids, you know, you're, you're, you're working towards, you know, the, the, uh, you know, peak earning years in your fifties. So you're, you're really involved in, in the workplace you know, you're, you're juggling your kids' schedules, all that good stuff. So you have all these other stressors, um, these things that are stressing you out. And when you're really, really stressed out, um, your body oftentimes uh, doesn't get enough time to recover. Um, and Lynette, if you want to kind of talk about how exercise can also be a stressor like yes it is a stress reliever but most people don't understand that actually it is a stressor as well so if you want to kind Mm -hmm. of go into the details of that that'd be cool yeah so when you do a workout it actually physically will put some stress on your body initially like during the workout and immediately after but if you recover properly getting enough sleep and letting your body recover and eating the foods that your body needs then you will actually be better off having gone through that stressful workout. You'll actually be better off afterwards. So when you recover properly, your condition is actually improved over what you originally started with. But that is dependent on a proper workout and a proper recovery. Right. 
Yeah, so basically, <laughs> long story short, like, you probably aren't in good enough shape to recover from, like, like really, really intense training. Um, I mean, if you look at the most elite athletes in the world, they don't even, very, very, very rarely do they approach, like, maximal, like, 100% uh, intensity training. And when they do, it's really only as they're approaching a, a, a critical event. Actually, there's a really interesting story um, that Lynette brought up about the uh, the power the the deadlifter. What was that? Yeah, female deadlifter. So she had two months to prep for her first barbell competition, and she was going to do deadlift. And uh, her starting one rep max was three hundred pounds. And she went to uh, this coach, a very elite coach, and uh, she wanted to increase how much she could lift. <clears throat> but they only had eight weeks to do it. So what they did was instead of trying to lift heavier and heavier, heavier each week, they went sub-maximal. And they, what they did was she never lifted more than 250 pounds. Instead, they went for more volume, which means they did more sets. And uh, she would have one light day and one... They called it her heavy day, but it really wasn't that heavy for her. And and just sorry to yeah. interrupt, but just so we're clear, two hundred fifty pounds in the world of powerlifting is is not anything crazy. Like it's it's a lot of weight um, to most people and like the average person. But two hundred fifty pounds is not right. It's nothing to write home about. Right, sorry. and she was already lifting three hundred, so yeah. that wasn't that was like maybe seventy percent or whatever of, of her pound. I'm, Whatever that math is. Whatever that math is. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So um, so they did this uh, for six weeks, and then uh, 10 days before the competition, they decided to test how much she could uh, lift with one rep. So they worked their way up, and she was able to do 330 pounds. So having never lifted more than 250 pounds in that uh, six weeks of training, she had increased how much she could pick up uh, by 30 pounds. And she said she still had some left in the tank. Mm. So that's the benefits of submaximal training. This same principle applies to long distance running. When I was training for marathons, I never went all out on these runs until race day. So all of the training is submaximal, and you're just going for more time and just working on different aspects of the running. Yeah. So. Yeah, I yeah, I don't I have an example not of running cuz I hate running, but uh <laughs> but um back in my my younger years when I was uh in my early 20s uh and I was in really big into powerlifting. My very first powerlifting meet, I actually signed up for like kind of last minute and um I think I had like three like three or four months <laughs> to like prepare for the meet. So I'm trying to like stuff all this <laughs> training into three to four uh months leading up to this powerlifting meet and i was you know i was like 23 24 so i was in the prime of my ability to recover um but i was training like maximally i was trying to really push myself you know squatting benching deadlifting like really really heavy weights multiple times a week and um i did it and i i I got stronger but my after the meet my body was torched i didn't touch a barbell for Oh my gosh, probably about five or six months because my, my knees were jacked up. Mm-hmm. Uh, my shoulder, my elbows were jacked up, like, uh, working that intensely for that long. Um, it didn't give my joints enough time to recover. And that's another big thing too, mm-hmm. is the actual physical aspect of it. Yeah. You'll, when it comes to recovery, you'll notice things 
um, like, oh, I feel sluggish, I'm lethargic. Like, th- there's definitely like the mental fogginess mm-hmm. and, and, and just sort of like overall energy aspect, but you'll start getting injured um, because you're just not giving your body enough time to recover. And so one of the things that you definitely want to make sure you're doing is bringing self-awareness to your workouts. So what I mean by that is, you know, if you wake up and you go through your normal routine, you have your, you know, you get, get your kids up, you have your cup of coffee, whatever, whatever, whatever. And you just, you, you just seem like you're down, like you're lethargic. You're kind of not fully with it. Like it's a down day. Um, take that into consideration into your workout. You don't need to go 110% when you go into the gym, especially if you're feeling like you're, you're not well rested and well recovered. Um, it's okay to grab lighter weights. Like you, you really need to check your ego at the door. If you normally are using 50 pound dumbbells, it's not a big deal to use 40s that day. You're not going to lose all of your progress. Um, yeah, I've been noticing this. This is a recent trend, I think, in the fitness world um, to just go all out at every workout. It's, I've seen this over the past five or six years where everyone's like, I'm not going to make any progress if I don't push to the limit every workout. And uh, that's not good for even an elite athlete, but even just your everyday um, person that goes in to just go for a workout at the gym that's you're not giving yourself a chance to recover you can work out every day if you do it right but if you're going to 100 percent and lifting weights to failure every time then you're going to end up like mark yeah all jacked <laughs> up and um there's yeah it reminds me of there's this really uh good quote i think it's bill gates who said it i could be wrong but i think it's bill gates anyway um, he said something to the effect of like people overestimate what they can do in a year and they underestimate what they can do in a decade. Oh. And uh, like the, that. that similar logic can be applied to training in that you should be playing on a longer time horizon, right? You, sh- you should be trying to uh, see how much work you can do in the next 10 years, not how much work you can do in one year or you or for fitness that time horizon might be even shorter instead of being like oh i'm gonna work out 20 times this month right i would rather i I would much rather any of my clients work out 10 times a month for the rest of their life than 20 times this month and zero times next month. yes yes definitely yeah that's Um, a common mistake yeah so definitely make sure you're you're bringing that self-awareness and self-control uh, to your training. And honestly, like, you know, I've kind of, we've kind of adopted a a philosophy here of, you know, just shoot for 80%. Like if you can consistently hit around 80% intensity for most of your workouts, you'll be able, you should be able to work out every day. You should be able to recover fine unless, you know, you have a crazy stressful week for whatever reason. Um, but it, that, that number should really allow you to recover properly um, as long as you're feel, feeling yourself, getting enough sleep, that sort of thing. Yeah, I think and, uh, a good way to tell, it takes a while to figure out what that 80% feels like. So sometimes you might do a little too much or sometimes you might feel like you didn't do enough. So uh, a little measuring stick is at the end of the workout, how do you feel? Did it feel like, we'll call it the, uh, the coffee workout. Do you feel like yeah, you just drank a cup coffee of coffee? Workout. Or do you feel like someone just drained all the blood out of you? So um, the trainer that trained this female uh, deadlifter, uh, he said, more often than not, you should focus on quality reps. Um, And the end of each session, you should feel 
kind of sort of refreshed and wanting more. So that's a good little measuring stick. Yeah. Yeah. Your workout should feel like a cup of coffee, not like a, a bag of crack. All right. So take that advice and do, do with it what you will. But yeah. So submaximal training guys shoot for 80%, shoot for longevity, stop shooting yourself in the foot in, <laughs> during your workouts. Yeah. All right. Definitely. And then you'll have a very long career in working out. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, thanks for uh, tuning in. We will catch you next time. All right. Thanks. Thanks for checking out the Three Peaks Fitness Podcast, guys. If you like what you heard, uh, feel free to subscribe and please leave us a review. All right. See you later.